Live from New York, it's the Eddie Murphy Show. Eddie Murphy's skillful navigation of mainstream popular culture proved that African-American humor could survive and even flourish in the midst of a politically conservative time, when an emphasis on crossover appeal threatened to eradicate any meaningful representation of race on American television. By taking the limitations that were meant to keep him marginalized and using them to his advantage, Murphy's professional strategy for negotiating the racial politics on Saturday Night Live mirrored the performative approach that he took in creating characters and comedy sketches. Instead of languishing on the sidelines, like other African-American performers on the show, Murphy's skillful integration of African-American humor and mainstream appeal led to the creation of an inside-outside humor hybrid that allowed him to critique the media's treatment of African-Americans even as he simultaneously rose to media superstardom. Though Murphy's success was made possible by the very social, political, and cultural factors that tried to marginalize him, and other African-American performers, this chapter has argued that his identity as a crossover star was the conduit through which Murphy delivered some of his most pointed social critiques. Hiding his social commentary in plain sight, Eddie Murphy projected a little blackness into American homes every Saturday night. Saturday Night Live wanted someone who would bring the black, and the show got more than it bargained for. In the ninth episode of season two, O'Donohue told host Jodie Foster a story called The Little Engine That Died, in which the titular train, on its way up the side of a mountain, has a heart attack and dies. The train begins rolling back down the mountain, and the story continues. Now, in the valley, who should be sitting on the tracks but Freddy the Frog? And wouldn't you know he's facing the wrong way, so he never sees the train coming at him at 180 miles an hour. Fortunately, Freddy hops off the tracks just in time, and the train misses him, hitting, instead, a school bus, killing 150, no one over age nine. Now, when the state police arrive at the scene, one of them looks around at the carnage and grisly mutilation, spots Freddy, and says, You know, it's wrong that so many human beings should be dead, and this frog should still be alive. And so they beat him to death with a softball bat. Fight the real enemy. Sinead O'Connor rips SNL to shreds. O'Connor's controversial 1992 appearance was shaded by feminist politics even before she performed. In 1990, O'Connor had declined to appear on an episode hosted by Andrew Dice Clay, a comedian known for his misogynistic sensibilities. In doing so, she stood with SNL cast member Nora Dunn, who also refused to appear on the episode. Following Dunn's protest, and internal struggles with the cast, executive producer Lorne Michaels fired her before the 16th season.
O'Connor did make her SNL debut later in 1990, but the incident reinforced her reputation as an artist with strong political convictions. Of course, the controversy surrounding Clay's performance also drew attention to SNL's own gender politics.